And welcome back to another Detroit Pierce podcast. We got a ton for you on the podcast tonight. We got, well, this morning, I guess I should say. Tigers, my theory on how they're going to get back to 500, NBA Finals, NHL Finals, also known as the Stanley Cup. We got the MLB draft coming up this weekend, give you some of my thoughts. And the UFC fight happening this weekend, which I'm super excited for. And then final thoughts. But let's get into what makes me excited the most, Tigers baseball getting into 500 baseball. I've had this theory for a while, okay? I've been talking about it on Twitter, but I've also had this theory for a while where I truly, truly think that the Tigers have the easiest schedule in baseball history coming up. And I think that August 3rd, we play the Boston Red Sox. And I truly think that we're going to be at 500 or better by August 3rd. That's how easy of a schedule that it, that we have coming up. And that's how good, more, more importantly, that's how good this baseball team is. I think that the Tigers have really proven themselves throughout this year. I think they've proven that they can really take that next step. And I think A.J. Hinge should win manager of the year if we win 75 games. And I think that, that the Tigers are more than capable of doing that. I think the Tigers are in a situation now where they've proven that they can beat the best of the best. They went 10-4. and four. They had the second-best record in, in the last 14 games before they lost to the Texas Rangers tonight where they played 14 really tough games, Houston, Cleveland, White Sox, and they went 10-4. and four. Now you go Texas Royal, uh, you go like Texas Twins, Twins, Royals. I mean, it's terrible. I mean, the, worst, the best team that we're going to play in that stretch to August 3rd is the Twins. It's almost like that. it's just made for us to make a run like that. I think that the Tigers are on a great path to go to 500, and I think that that's going to be as good as it gets. We need to hang our hat on that. The goal at the beginning of the season is not to win, not to win the World Series, not to make the playoffs. The goal is to make 75 games, to win 75 games. And A.J. Hinch, if he can get on this stretch, when it's and we're sitting around August 3rd and we're about 500 baseball, he's going to have to really screw it up in order not to do that. And I think, and I think that if he can do that, he's going to win manager of the year. I think he deserves it. Took one of the worst teams in baseball and made them into a wonderful team. A wonderfully fun team. All right. Game one, NBA Finals, Phoenix Suns and the Bucks. I tweeted out for the game, I have Suns and six. That was my NBA Finals prediction, my official prediction. And I'll be honest with you, after the first half, I was texting some friends of mine and I said to my and I said to him, I was like, man, this is gonna go six or seven. I don't like I just don't like this is I don't know who's it's it's a coin flip. Then the Suns had that third quarter and had that second half. And I think something became really clear. I think that the Suns could win in four or five. They're just so much better. I mean, they're just so much better. They're stronger. They're better. Co- they're, they have a better coach. Monty's better than Budenholzer, or however you say his last name. I think the Suns are just so much better on all. At, I just think they're better, all around better. And I'm not just saying that because I go. I, I'm a big Suns guy, but I'm. I'm. I really truly mean it. I think that the Suns are just flat out better. All in all, fat f. Assets, assets. I don't know what word I'm looking for. It's in my brain. I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to find it in my brain. But they're just way better on every single. Is it assets? Somebody's got to tell me. Is it assets? Cut this from the 
podcast. This is really ridiculous. I can't get over this thought. But, no, I, I think they came out in the second half, and Monty proved that he was a better coach, came out, switched on every defensive play. They looked solid throughout. It was great. But the key to the series is not Chris Paul. The key to the series, in my opinion, isn't Devin Booker. The key to the series isn't if Giannis is healthy or not. The key to the series is Aiton, and Aiton proved that tonight. He was so great on the defense end of the ball. He was so good at rebounding. He was so good at cleaning up the boards. And I... I, my biggest worry for the Suns coming into this series was how are they going to defend Giannis and how are they going to rebound? Aiton really proved that he can guard Giannis. And don't tell me that Giannis is hurt. Everybody's hurt at this point. Aiton proved that he can guard Giannis and he can take and elevate the Suns to the next level and open it up the floor for Booker and Cole, uh, Chris Paul to really dominate. It's all about Aiton. If Aiton gets in foul trouble, the Bucks will win the game. But it's all about Aiton. That's where it's at. And he proved himself tonight. And I'll be interested to see if he can do it again three more times. But they look really good. I mean, they look really good compared to the Bucks last night. I mean, ah, it's tough for a, if you're a Bucks fan because it's kind of one of your. It, it feels like your your window's closing, and it's just. I just it stinks to have Giannis hurt, but everybody's hurt. Everybody's hurt at this time. But something that I noticed about in the Suns game, and I forgot to mention it last series with the Hawks, is that if I was Giannis Antetokounmpo, and the whole crowd was chanting 10, 11, 12, 13, I don't care if I was a 100% free throw shooter, I would never be able to make that. I would never be able to make it, ever. I don't care if I was a 100% free throw shooter. Having that going off in my brain, no chance. I would have no chance. That is such an that is such an unfair advantage that the fans have over the players. Call me weak-brained. Call me whatever you want, but I'd have no chance at scoring. No chance. You could make the basket as big as my apartment, which isn't that big, but you could do that, and I still couldn't be able to hit that thing. I really couldn't. Moving on to the Stanley Cup Finals. Tampa Bay's up 3-0. They take Montreal in Montreal into overtime. And Montreal just barely skates by, scores a lot, scores in overtime, barely hangs on through the power play. And it, the finals are going just like I told you. Carey Price will win them one, maybe one more after this. But Tampa Bay is strong. Tampa Bay's damn good. Can you imagine... Can you imagine if the GM of Tampa Bay took over the Red Wings? <laughs> I always think about that whenever I watch Tampa Bay. Is could you imagine if Tampa Bay was the Red Wings? Not far. Not too many not not too far off. Not too far off from experiencing that. But Montreal just completely uh, you know, Carey Price just carries that team. They're so good. Uh he is so good, but that Tampa Bay roster from top to bottom is just so much better. So so much better. MLB draft is this Sunday, right? Sunday, Sunday, I believe. Uh, I've been watching it. I've been paying attention as much as more than probably I should. I think that I've said this before, but I want to say it before it happens. MLB draft. Jack Leiter, Meyer, or Lawler will be on the board. And I can't emphasize this enough. I'm praying praying that Lawler or Meyer stay on the board. They are so good. And in the year where pitchers are being banned from baseball pretty much, 
We don't need Jackson Job. We don't need Leiter. We don't need Rocker. There's a Watson, who's another great shortstop, who I like. McLean, you could you could make an argument for. You could make an argument for Henry Davies, even though Dingler's doing really well. But your top two guys are Lawler and Meyer. And if we can get one of those two guys, huh, that'd be great. It'd be fantastic. Granted, now let me tell you this, okay? If we get lighter or we get rocker, I'm not gonna be upset. We're gonna have great pitching. And Lighter, I think, has a lot of talent. I think he's got a lot more talent than Rocker does. But we'll see. I, I just think I think for right now, the safer pick is Lawler or Meyer because we also have a weakness up the middle. We don't have a really good shortstop coming up and or a good second baseman because you can obviously move him over to second base or you can move him over to third base. It just – look. Those are our weaknesses, and I think those two have the best talent out of the whole entire draft. I love both of them so, so much, and I think, I think that's the goal. And I think, I think you're crazy if you sit there and you're rooting for Jack Leiter. I think you should be rooting for some, but one of those two to fall down. And then if that happens, if they both get drafted, I think you should be rooting for Watson or Davis, because I think Davis could play a good solid first base, and you could move Torkelson over to third and keep him over at third, or you could throw him out in left field. That's the future of the Tigers in a nutshell. <laughs> and then put Riley Green in right field and then win the World Series with your great win with your great starting pitching and with a great solid infield. All right. UFC fight night this week. Been looking forward to this for a long time. When it comes to my favorite UFC fighters, okay? You have Jorge Masvidal, Conor McGregor. But Dustin Poirier Buddy, baby, I predict this is. I got into UFC during COVID, and I learned about Dustin Poirier. I love this man. I love this man, and I've got another guy coming up. Not a secret guy. Everybody knows who he is. Sean O'Malley, and they both fight this weekend, and I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm so excited. I think it's a great fight card. I think it's going to be a fantastic fight weekend. I think if you can watch it, do it. Go to your local AMC theater. They're selling tickets apparently for 25 bucks a pop. It's that'd be amazing. I would totally do that in a heartbeat. But here are my three predictions for the UFC fight night. Three big fights. Sean O'Malley. Uh, he's facing a guy that's not that did, wasn't expecting to fight a month ago. I'll tell you that much. So I think Sean O'Malley, knockout artist. I think he goes 13, 14, 14 and 0. Don't tell him he's lost. He wins, gets a knockout. Gilbert Burns, Stephen Thompson, great fight. I think it's going to be a fantastic, fun fight. But I think Gilbert Burns takes down Thompson. And I think Gilbert Burns, this is his step back, back into taking that next title fight. I think he is the he's such a great fighter, and I think he'll take back Usman. Uh, that's the next natural fight after Colby and Usman fight. So I'll take Gilbert Burns. And then uh, Poirier, McGregor. This is one a little bit, this is a different type of prediction, okay? I'm going to take a Poirier TKO third round, okay? I think when you drag McGregor into the deep water, I think when Poirier drags him into the deep water, I think Poirier takes him on, and I think he beats him TKO third round. And then McGregor then sets up a wonderful Paul fight. That's, how, that's what I think happens. I think McGregor takes on Jake or Logan Paul next. Yeah, so book those three. Sean O'Malley knockout, Gilbert Burns over Thompson. I don't really know how that's going to go. I think 
I want to say submission. I kind of want to say TKO. I just want to take him in that fight. I'm not going to say which way. And I think Poirier TKO. All right. I actually didn't think about this segment. It's my favorite segment. I didn't write it down. but I, So I'm doing this all off the cuff. I'm doing my favorite segment off the cuff. This, the segment I live for, the segment I study for, the segment I get ready for every single day. The, the thing I wake up and go, man, it's time. Are you ready? It's time for your European minute, and we start now. Okay, so we have Italy and Spain. I told you that Italy was going to win that game. I thought they were going to break through. I thought extra time in that Italy-Spain game was a little bit lackluster. But Jorginho, he's the best in PKs. He's as good as it gets. I'm a big Chelsea guy. It was as clear as day that he was going to make that. It was clear as day he was going to be a fifth guy. It was, almost, it was written in the stars that that was going to happen. I'm happy for Italy. I'm happy for these Italy fans because they didn't make the World Cup. But going on to the next semifinals, they're playing De- England. It's coming home against Denmark. I think it's going to be a tight game. I think I have it 2-1. I think I have England beating Denmark 2-1 in that game. F1 coming up this weekend in Great Britain. A big freaking race for the Mercedes. They need to go 1-2. They need to dominate. And I think they do. I think they get it right back to getting it nice and close. I think, And I think we're going to have the first Constructors' Cup being, since I've become a fan for like three years, where it's actually close in the last coming races. And that has been your European Minute. Wow. Could have gone a lot longer on F1. Could have given a prediction. But that's fine. That's why we have multiple podcasts. <laughs> Okay, cool. So, uh, final thoughts. Going into uh, final thoughts. Obviously, you probably under you're probably like, wait, you don't usually record on Tuesday nights. You record on Wednesday nights. It's because, see, I can, I can keep up with what I say. All right. Sometimes I say some stuff, and I'm like, oh man, I can't do that. I can keep up with what I say. Tuesday. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm recording on Tuesdays, so I have release mo- podcast release on Mondays and Wednesdays now. I'll probably do something fun on Fridays. I'll try to do something fun, and I'll probably do like a chat room uh, on Sundays, or I'll go live or do something fun on Sundays. This Thursday, though, I'm super excited to announce I have a wedding in Omaha, Nebraska this weekend. So on Thursday, I'm flying out, and I'm gonna go to a Toledo Mud Hens. Omaha Storm Chasers game, and I'm super excited. I'll give you the full scouting report. You'll be, I, trust me. There's gonna be plenty of content. It's gonna be a ton of fun. I'm so so excited to go to Toledo Mudhens game. I haven't been doing in a long time. But if you're in Omaha, which I doubt, please let me know. I'd love to have you guys sit by me. That'd be freaking hilarious. But please tweet at me what you think I should get ready for for this Toledo Mudhens. I'm so excited to watch it and to report back on how they do and how they look. But that has been the Detroit Podcast, the Detroit Pierce Podcast. I appreciate you guys all so, so much. Please tweet at me. Let me know if there's anything I could do for you or if there's anything that you guys want me to talk about in the next upcoming podcast. I appreciate you. God bless and go Detroit sports. <laughs>